This is The Roxanne Show. Get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Roxanne Show. In today's solo episode, I am going to dive deep into the layers of self-esteem. You know, I think we all know why self-esteem is really important, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's really easy to grasp and to keep very strong and activated in our lives. So today is a bit of kind of just going through some ideas, but also really infusing a lot of freestyle, even recent um, situations that I've had to process that has helped me develop my self-esteem even more. So I, I really believe that this entire episode is going to serve you a lot of value. So be sure to stick around throughout the whole thing. And before I jump in, I'm going to ask if you have not already given this podcast a five-star rating review, it would mean so much to me and my team if you just took a moment to go into the description box, if this is YouTube that you're watching, or if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, go into the show notes. There is a very uh, easy little link to click your five stars and leave a review. I love reading the reviews. So does my team. And again, it really means the world to us. And it helps this show continue to get out there and kick ass and help so many people. So thank you to everybody who has already taken the time to do that. And thank you to you who will actually take the time to do that today. All right. Self-esteem. It's a big, it's a big one. It's a very big attribute. It's a very big quality. It's an essential component to creating a life of fulfillment, a life where you're actually succeeding in the ways that you desire. Um, and ultimately just for you to feel really good about who you are, you know? And there's so many reasons, too many reasons for me to unpack in this episode, but it's it's an ongoing conversation, uh, self-esteem. There's too many reasons to address on on why our self-esteem takes such big hits throughout our life. I mean, first and foremost, that I can just briefly touch on has so much to do with our childhood, our upbringing, especially, you know, from birth to seven, where we are highly programmable and we're just, you know, receiving information that's informing so much to ourselves about ourselves, you know? So, but even after that, you know, so if you, you know, you're, you're going through your life, your, your childhood, you know, teenage years and so forth. And let's just say you're not, you know, receiving love from your caretakers, your, your parents, your loved ones. If you're not getting recognition, you know, validation um, for the things that you do, but even beyond that, most importantly, for just who you are, this is really going to dig in to your self-esteem and in a really sneaky way too, not just consciously, like it may totally be conscious, but the, the trickier part is when it gets lodged into the subconscious, because then you can be this individual who you know, you're moving through your life and you're like, oh no, no, I'm, I've got self-esteem. Like I, I feel good about who I am and all that. And you really don't believe it though in your subconscious. So thinking something and believing something are actually two different things. A belief is a thought that you keep thinking, but what I'm sharing here is that you can have this conscious thought of like, no, 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 I feel good about who I am. But if there's a subconscious program, a belief in there that you actually don't, that's actually going to manifest in your life 
more so than this thinking that you do, right? So that is one territory and a big territory that is almost universal to every one of us um, that plays into the levels of our self-esteem. And then of course, you know, there are so many other uh, aspects that dig into our self-esteem. I mean, you know, relationships, like love relationships, that gets a big uh, play into our self-esteem. You know, if you went through a relationship, you could be going through one right now that is not healthy, you know, that this individual, you know, that you're in a relationship with is, you know, has toxic traits and, and just doesn't, you know, treat you right. Well, that's absolutely going to affect your self-esteem, right? Another territory is, and this is a, this is a really big one. It has to do with just how you pursue yourself in your life, you know, like your behaviors and your habits. You know, if you're someone that doesn't keep your word, you say you're going to do something and, and you don't do it. Um, if you're someone who has really low standards and, you know, you just, you don't, you don't really put much effort for yourself, you know, in your day-to-day actions, that's absolutely going to affect your self-esteem because in there also is this uh, self-respect piece. You know, it's really hard to have strong levels of self-esteem when you don't have strong levels of self-respect. So self-respect will be a big theme in this, in this episode as well, right? Because the stronger that you can develop your self-respect, the more that you're going to develop your self-esteem. So that's like kind of one of the remedy tactics that I will be sharing in this episode. Um, Yeah. So again, so many reasons, but I think even just naming those three, you know, your upbringing, your childhood relationships, and then how you're pursuing yourself, meaning your development and, you know, just how you're moving through your day. Those are three major pillars that are going to you know, affect the levels of your self-esteem, right? Self-esteem has more to do with the relationship that you have with yourself, like what you really believe about yourself, you know, your levels of self-worth versus even self-confidence, right? It all can live in the same family, but there are differences here, right? Because you can feel confident about, some kind of skill, for example, that you are really good at doing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to really feel worthy just all across the board of, you know, creating a life that feels really good or, you know, calling in a partner that really loves you, that's really healthy or, you know, creating, you know, a certain level of business success, right? So it doesn't always, you know, just uh, connect in in every way. There are some differences here. However, I will say that the more self-esteem that you have, the more self-confidence you will be able to create within yourself and to keep strong, which is why, again, this is such an important topic, you know? So let's, let's, let's get really present here for a moment. You maybe clicked on this episode because you're current state of self-esteem is feeling not that great, right? And let me also say this, even if you are someone whose self-esteem is pretty fucking powerful, I still think you need to listen to this. Why? Because my self-esteem is incredibly powerful. And even still, 
as I continue to move through my life and expand and evolve and rise into higher levels, not just out here in my, you know, the material world, but in here in this spiritual sense and psychological sense of my being, right? I am still discovering parts of me or certain moments with myself that my self-esteem absolutely had space to get stronger, to grow. That's why it doesn't matter what part of the spectrum, you know, if you're kicking ass with your self-esteem or you're feeling really low with it, this entire episode is valuable. If you are someone who is currently moving through a really hard time with your self-esteem, number one, it's so important to realize this self-awareness is fucking everything. And I, I'll never stop talking about the power of it because it's really, it's the foundational piece to everything that I talk about. Anything that I'm here to support you with, develop more self-confidence, more absolute self-love, you know, how to kick ass in your life, how to feel good about yourself, how to grow and develop yourself. None of it, none of it will happen without strong self-awareness. So you're going to hear me be very repetitive about self-awareness, Right. Self-awareness in this particular situation, when you are someone that is managing low self-esteem, you sitting with yourself quietly in some calm setting, sitting with yourself and either A, journaling, which I, I think is actually the first place to go because meditating can get very tricky. Whereas like journaling is like, I'm taking this pen, I'm putting it to paper, and I'm going to release these thoughts and move myself through this process. Meditation almost is a little bit more advanced. Like you already have to have a comfort, first and foremost, of sitting with yourself. And that's not comfortable for a lot of people. Um, second of all, you have to already have a real a decent level of self-awareness. I'm not saying you have to be a master with it, but you know, enough to where you're able to quiet your mind and be able to go into the work that I'm about to share with you, right? So we'll just focus on journaling for this moment, but you can absolutely do this with meditation too if you are that person who who's already into meditation and, and can move with meditation strongly. Self-awareness, uh, sorry, journaling though. The power of asking yourself questions is literally one of the greatest skills that will support your self-development and self-mastery for the rest of your fucking life, Right? You want to get to the sort of bottom of things here. You want to uncover what is really going on. Why are you feeling this way about yourself? And the only way to really get that answer is to ask yourself questions, right? You, you have to, it's like self-therapy, self-coaching, self-soothing, right? You need to be able to get into, and this might be hard because it's, you know, emotions are very intense at times, right? Feelings, emotions, but I'm going to ask you to put on your student lens where you're driven from curiosity and not judgment. Self-judgment will fuck you up every time and put you out of the classroom. And you need to be in that classroom with yourself for you to be able to extract this information that's going to help you 
you know, pivot and transmute this self-esteem into powerful or low self-esteem into power, uh, powerful self-esteem, right? So put on your student lens, get more clinical about it. You really can get more clinical, no matter how hard it will be. Even if you just give yourself, tell yourself for this temporary moment, I'm going to be less emotional and I'm going to be more clinical and almost in the sense of like, act like you were going to coach or help someone that you love. When you do that, when you're in that on the other side of the seat, you are going to be more clinical. You're going to hear them more kind of objectively so that you can really take in whatever it is that they are sharing, right? You're not trying to mix your emotions with their emotions. I mean, that's not going to lead to anything great. I'm not saying you can't have empathy and compassion, but even that has to, you know, come behind you just being very present, open, and in that kind of, you know, clinical state of mind so that, because you're trying to extract really valuable data information that's going to help you get to a resolution, right? So, Asking yourself questions like, first of all, you know, where do I believe that this is coming from? You know, is this coming from a really deep seated issue? And now, look, you might already have some of these answers, but what I have found is that most people stop short from asking themselves the deeper questions that actually get to. The answer. And I know this professionally. And not only do I know it in my own life, because, you know, I go real deep with myself, right? But I know this professionally as a coach and a mentor. You know, I've had women who are like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, are you sure you don't know? Uh, well, actually, yeah. You just don't get yourself past that point. And there's a lot of reasons for that too. It could be uncomfortable, you're impatient, you know, all endless reasons. My point here is sitting with yourself and asking yourself, where does this come from? You know, is it coming from a place where, you know, A, is it coming from a place uh, of within my control? Like, am I responsible for this feeling? So if it's, let's just say you have low self-esteem right now because you just keep showing up in, you know, with low standards every day and you're making the excuses, you're sabotaging yourself, you, you know, you don't have behaviors that you're proud of, Right. Just be honest with yourself. We're again, we're just collecting data, right? And if th- if that is the case, then yes, you are responsible for that. However, if it's let's just say growing up, you didn't receive recognition and forms of appreciation from your loved ones that really informed you about your yourself and your value. This is where also I just have to insert this because Oftentimes I talk about the importance of self-validation, like it's got to be number one, but I always say this when the validation piece comes into the conversation with me, there is a place for external validation. There is absolutely a place for external validation. You don't want it to be the priority, you know, or the ultimate source rather of where you're getting your validation. You want to be self-sourced with your validation. However, we can't ignore that so much of, you know, especially in these very, very younger years of our life, if we are not getting that recognition, that validation, you know, if our parents aren't seeing us and feeling us and recognizing us for our being, then it will, it'll get lodged. It'll get lodged. And then this is where you, you're in a situation where that's out of your control. 
right? You can't go back and change how your parents or your loved ones, your caretakers, whatever, how they managed, you know, this part with this part of the exchange with you. You can start to do some reframing around the narrative that that has been lodged into you, that you've absorbed as a result of that. You will not get to do this work until you get to that, until you uncover this. This is why it's so vital to do this work that I'm talking about, of just sitting with yourself and digging. You know, and again, again, this could also be, you know, where you start doing this and you're like, it's this relationship. Okay, well, then you just start asking yourself, so what is it about this relationship? Why am I keeping myself in this relationship? Why do I feel like I need to be in this relationship when I know that it's bringing down my self-esteem, you know, and that's affecting my sense of self-worth? Where did this come from? Why would I do this to myself, right? Not a woe is me, why me? That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm going to keep putting that in because it's really easy, especially the more you're doing this work, you have to be very careful of the victim mindset that's going to try and fucking get you. (laughs) Again, you are right now the teacher and the student of self, okay? And really always. But you want to make sure that you continue to ask yourself the questions because maybe if that's your scenario right now, and and you go, well, why would I put myself in this position? You know, why would I why why would I manage stay in this kind of relationship? And then you start thinking back. You're like, well, you know, I think you know I, this is what I saw in my parents' relationship, and so it's kind of normalized for me. Anyways, you I don't know all. There's again, there's too many, you know, answers and 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 you know reasons that will come up when you're doing this work, right? So I can't go through all of them, but you know, I'm giving you a formula essentially that is universal that can apply to any one of you. Again, you can be on a low spectrum of self-esteem or you can be on a high spectrum of self-esteem. But all wherever you are on this on this self-esteem um spectrum, sitting down and asking yourself questions like this will only serve you. When you start to uncover some answers, let's just say again, it's let's go back to the idea where it's you, you're responsible. You're just not showing up for yourself, right? And you do some deeper work and you're like, why would I not do this? Why would I not show up for myself? And there, again, there could be so many reasons. Maybe you're afraid that if you start, you know, showing up for yourself and taking more responsibility that, you know, people are going to demand more out of you or that you don't know how you're going to handle the changes that come with that or, or, or whatever, you know, or maybe it's just that because of circumstances that you faced in your life, you just don't feel a sense of self-worth that's going to put you into those actions because, you know, I always say, it's one of my quotes, you got to feel worthy of the battle and the victory, right? And the battle in my in this quote means any kind of challenge, any kind of work that you have to do that's going to better you also to get you to whatever that victory that you desire is. If you don't feel worthy to step to the plate, to step to that challenge, to do that work, you're not going to do it. You're just not, right? So if you are someone who's self-sabotaging or who's not, you know, showing up for yourself, you have to also realize that there's a lack of self-worth here. And then with that information, we can go, cool, how do we start to develop more self-worth? You know, how do I start to feel more worthy about 
just my inherent value, inherently who I am, right? This is also where self-respect is going to come back in and and get some some talk time here because when you when you really do feel worthy and you step to the plate and you do whatever kind of work is necessary for you to do to promote more growth in your life, more mastery to get you to actualize whatever it is that you desire. It doesn't, self-respect works like this, real self-respect. Self-respect is not contingent on the result. It plays into how you show up in the process. So you can, let's just say, you know what? You're fucking scared, but you're going to launch this business or you're going to do this thing in business that you just really want to try. You really want to do, you want to put yourself out there, whatever the thing is, right? Um, you don't know how it's going to work out, but you're also not going to back down from that fight. Like you're going to go for it, right? And because you feel worthy of that battle and the victory, right? So you do, you go for it. You you create the thing, you put it out there and let's just say it flops. Like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't perform. It doesn't give you that result that you you desired, right? Not, that's not going to feel good, right? We all go through that in business. However, when you can zoom out and look at how you didn't back down from the fight and you showed up and you gave it your best, you will absolutely, and this is just really important because if you're someone who's doing this work and you're not zooming out and giving yourself this observation, then I'm inviting you to do that right now. You will produce more self-respect because at the end of the day, that's the hardest part. That's where most people fucking don't do the, the thing. They don't move forward, right? They don't do the actual work. They back down, but you didn't do that. You went forward and that does cultivate more self-respect and that does influence the level of self-esteem that you have. And that absolutely does affect your self-confidence. Now at that, you know, after that point, if you want to try again, keep going, whatever it is, that's, that's a, se- a separate conversation. The point is, and, and this could be business. It could be you know, anything in, in your life. It could be, you know, how you, how you move through your health, you know, like your, your, your lifestyle habits that pertain to your health. You know, if you're someone who's getting up every day and doing the work that's required to optimize your health, sleep, mindfulness, movement, nutrition, you know, stress management, like and doing hard things, you're going to cultivate more self-respect. Even if there's some moments where maybe you had a setback, maybe you didn't get to do it the exact way you wanted to do it with training or whatever, whatever. Again, it's, it's, it's never about the end result as much as it's about the process and you showing up to do the work. And if you are someone who is putting so much emphasis on the on the end result meaning you are actually tying your self-worth and self ultimately your self-esteem but we'll just say self-worth here um you know to that end result that's a problem that's a problem you you cannot control a result in that regard there are some results that maybe you have more influence over right you can't control your preparation you can't control how you show up and actually put the work in. You can control your consistency. 
You can control your discipline, your integrity, your honesty about the whole thing. Those are things that you can control, right? And those things are going to give you more self-respect and that's going to influence your self-esteem, right? So on the subject of health, I got to put this in here. So important. It's so important. There's a larger tendency for people to forget that we are a biological, physiological experience and not just a psychological experience, right? We live so far up in the head that we're you know, moving through our life in a very, from the psychological experience, forgetting that all the parts of us here that make us this human thing are affecting our reality. Any of the work that I invite you to do, if you are someone who, this isn't judgment, this is just real shit I'm talking about, okay? So if you feel judgment, that's on you. And I say that with love, but I say that with also a lot of conviction. If you are someone who does not have healthy habits, you know, if you're someone who's drinking all the time, who doesn't get good sleep, who eats like shit, you know, like eating things that don't promote well being, um, you know, you're just doing things that are not promoting vitality and health, then I'm going to tell you right now that any of the tips or advice, anything that I share, it's just not going to be the same for you. It's not going to be as potent. Maybe. What can happen is you listen to certain things that I share, whether it's this episode or other episodes, and then that triggers you to want to make changes in that space of you know your habits, your behaviors that pertain to health. But the reason why I'm saying that if, if it's not, then if you're someone who's out there and you're always drinking all the time and not sleeping well, and now I'm asking you to sit down with yourself and just be honest with yourself and be less emotional and clinical and have the patience and the resilience to move yourself through self-inquiry and ask questions where you got to dig deep and face some things that you might not want to face, you're you're just, A, you're probably not going to even do it. Um, B, you're not going to have the same capacity to move through it the same way. And or you're also certainly not going to put forth the effort and energy from you know, when you get the answers that you got to do some work after that, right? To actually make the changes. And if you're someone that's not leading your life with respect for the physiological and biological experience that you also are too, then, I, you know, so if this is the day that you change your life forever, you know, as it pertains to your health, I'm fucking awesome. I'm here in your corner. Or if this is just maybe something, a reminder that you needed to hear because you kind of waver in and out of, you know, that, that part of your life. Well, I'm telling you right now that your confidence, your self-esteem, your self-love, your self-worth, your self-fucking-respect, all of that goes down, down, down the more unhealthy your habits and your behaviors and your lifestyle is. That's why my channel... My work is holistic self-development, right? Self-mastery. But the holistic piece is so important, right? I'm not just here to tell you how to do journaling tactics, especially when you're someone who is not doing, you know, the 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 out here work every day to also support your well-being and, you know, cultivate this 
sense of self-respect that I talk about, right? So I say all of that again with love, but in that love, you know, there's kind of a bit of tough love there. It's just honest love. You know, I know in my own life that when I when I up-leveled my behaviors and my habits around health, everything changed up here for me too, psychologically, right? And so, you know, I, I, I understand that you, especially like if you're, let's just say you're younger, you know, like you're listening to this and it's, I mean, you could be at any age though. And you could be, you know, in that place where you're not taking the best care of yourself. I just, I encourage you to really investigate that space too. And even ask yourself, like, why do you do that there? Oh, it's fun. Or you don't, you know, but, but you know that it's not helping you feel better you know that it's not helping you get the results that you really want in your life. You might be faking it, pretending that that doesn't matter to you. Bullshit. Everyone wants to feel good. Everyone wants to feel great. And I'm not talking about a right here, right now, hedonistic feel good situation. I'm talking about a sense of wholeness, sense of harmony, a sense of peace, a sense of fucking confidence, especially this level of confidence where you're like, No matter what I have to face in my life, I know that I'm capable of moving through it, that I got me. We're good. We're going to fucking find our way. We we will win. We will survive. We will conquer. Like that, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to be able to hear their intuition and trust it and move from it? Well, you're going to have a lot harder time doing that if you are not, you know, optimizing your health. So again, that has to be in the self-esteem conversation here because otherwise, this is all just, you know, fucking, I'm just talking over here. It doesn't make any difference. So just start to think about that. You know, this episode is going to come out at, you know, the top of, of, of the new year. It's evergreen content. You can listen to this two years later and it's still going to be relevant. But I know, you know, we all know at the start of every new year, people really want to make the big changes in their life that's going to give them the bigger results that they want. So this is, you know, a call out, a loving call out to you that if you are someone who is battling low self-esteem um, and you're also someone who's really not doing, creating a lifestyle that perpetuates more health, you know, more vitality is really the word that I always use, right? Vitality is like health in spades. You're not just trying to avoid being sick. You're trying to be the most potent expression of yourself, you know, magnetic expression of yourself. Well, then this is the episode that you needed to hear to start to make a difference, you know, for yourself, if you feel like you're worth it, you know, again. So just to kind of start to wrap out this episode a bit, um, again, I really want to point out the power of journaling, but then you know, so asking yourself these questions, digging from a loving, compassionate, non-judgmental space. You are again, the teacher and the student. You're trying to get to an answer. And then, you know, there's whatever this, everyone's going to be in a different situation here, but we have to start thinking about, well, what's the work that has to be done to remedy this, right? If you're someone who, let me, let me, let me put this in before we, we, we wrap out. Not even that long ago. So this is the person, this this the, the, the individual here who's like, I've got pretty great self-esteem. I'm pretty rock solid. And I told you, you're still gonna wanna listen to this because I am certainly that person. And yet, you know, you just keep going through life and you'll find that there's like little fucking kinks sometimes that come up. 
there was a situation where I, somebody that I very much care about, I had started to build um, an insecurity, like a story. It was a, it was a, it was a story that I was creating that I was, that was on me, not from this individual. It was me creating this story um, that I was applying to, like assuming that this person uh, felt this way about me or would think this way about me, right? And because I have gnarly levels of self-awareness, because I have fucking outstanding levels of self-love, right? The self-love piece, here we go. I sat down one day with myself. I mean, I do it every day, but this was like a very honed in, I'm going to get to the bottom of this kind of situation, you know? And um, well, first I had, I was in meditation with my muse, AKA my future self, AKA my highest self, for those who don't know, and had a conversation and was able to ask myself these questions, me and my my muse, that brought me to uncover this truth, which was, it's not this person. This person, not at all, was thinking of me this way or looking at me this way. It was me. It was my fear of, you know, just, like if I did this this way or if I did this this way, that it was going to create this kind of scenario that would then lead to this, you know, idea of me. And because I care so much about this person, you know, that was really bothersome and 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 really a, a, a disempowering feeling to me. But I did this very work that I'm sharing with you. You know, for me, again, it started in my meditation relationship with my muse. This is why, yes, you know, shameless plug here, but I created a digital course to help you cultivate a relationship with your future self. Because I know firsthand in my own fucking life how she helps me every single day, you know, like in most incredible of ways. So if there's a link in the show notes, if you want to check out that course, I highly, highly recommend it again, because I'm fucking living proof. And it's not just on me. There's hardcore psychological research or research in psychology that backs up the theory of, of future self. But my course is a little, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's coming from my own experience. It's femininely fierce, like the way I've created this and will really help you connect with your future self too. I, I know that, right? And so here I am with my future self, with my muse, uh, I call her my muse. And, you know, I was able to do this work that I've offered you in your journal. Where I'm just asking myself this question, like, well, do you, do you really feel like this is a truth or is this just a feeling? Like, do you really believe this or is this a feeling? And I sit with myself and it, no, it's not the truth. I know that actually, I know that. You can't get to that knowing without asking that question. Otherwise you're just kind of living up here and you're just going with the feelings, right? But when you start asking the questions, you start putting the feelings aside again and you become more of a student teacher with yourself very consciously in that present moment where you're able to extract this kind of information that's gonna fucking help you to get to the truth, which gets to the resolution, which then gets you into the position where you can transmute and you know reprogram and just shift your entire fucking self-identity in this way, right? So long story short, I was able to do that. and. You know, I was able to ultimately free myself from some bullshit that I was carrying around that was literally not at all a truth. So 
from that moment, I will tell you, number one, freeing myself immediately up-leveled, you know, my sense of self-esteem, right? Because I had been playing myself down even in the most subtle way, right? I, I'm out here and I'm super fucking confident and I've got so much self-esteem. And yet in that particular region, maybe because it meant so much to me, there was a glitch in that, you know, there was a kink in there. But immediately remedying that, getting to the solution, boom, self-esteem. It's like, I'm not fragmented in that area anymore. So more wholeness comes in there. And on top of that, the fact that I actually did that work with myself, that right there produces more self-esteem. That right there produces more self-love. That right there produces more self-respect. Because again, I felt worthy of doing that work, right? And not just getting to the solution, that the, the truth, the, you know, the resolution. I felt worthy of sitting with myself and fucking moving through it all with absolute honesty. You gotta be honest with yourself at all times or erase everything you just heard. It won't even matter to you, <laughs> you know? Honestly, at all times. I mean, that's going to produce so much self-esteem and self-respect, period, end of story, all the fucking time, right? Lying to yourself, it's like right there. You just, you don't respect yourself, right? So, you know, it was so powerful to me. And I love, I love sharing that with you too, because I know, you know, so many of you in my community, you know, you see, and it's very authentic that there, I am an absolutely a very confident woman. I absolutely love myself and I absolutely have high levels of self-esteem. And still, there are fucking moments that I face in my life because I'm going through the human experience. I'm not immune to it. None of us are. And if anything, it's so beautiful. Like, I love that I had that experience, especially because of the way that I was able to process and move myself through it. Because that right there tells me that if I come up against a situation again, you know, where something feels really heavy in my mind is weighing me down and maybe making me feel a little lower. Guess what? I have the tools to get myself through it. And that wasn't the first time, by the way, but that was just more, you know, it wasn't even that long ago. So I'm able to share it with a lot of connection to that exact example and give it to you here. And hopefully, you know, even if just one of you taking this in, if that hit you in the in a really powerful place and, you know, invites you to, do this kind of work, then that's a fucking win here for me, you know, because I that's what I'm here to do is to help you live with real self-mastery, produce mastery of self. Mastery of self requires self-connection. It requires you to have the discipline and the love to do this work with yourself. And the payoff is fucking priceless. You move through your life with such a strong level of ultimately it's just self-connection. Like you're so connected to who you are. And that is a really great fucking feeling like your authentic self, you know? So yeah, there was a lot there, a lot. And I, I really, I really hope that, and, and I'll talk about self-esteem and, you know, so much more. Again, these are constant pillars in the conversation that I'm, I'm always having and sharing. And, you know, I don't think it ever gets old. There's always different iterations that, you know, will come through at the perfect time, not just for me, but for you. So this is just what I felt today was really a value and service to you for, you know, for me to share. So I'd love to know actually what you take from this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, say hi in the comments, let me know 
You know, did this hit you in a powerful way? Are you going to show up for yourself and do this, you know, self-inquiry work that I suggested here? Um, you could also DM me, Roxy Look, on Instagram. I love connecting with all of you. And this is, oh, this is so good. Gotta throw this in for my girls here. Wherever you are on the spectrum of self-esteem, high, mid, kind of taking a hit right now or have been taking a hit, I want to invite you into my exclusive community for women, Queendom. I have created my Queendom community to be free now. So this is a big fucking deal because it used to not be. But the portion of the Queendom that's community, I've now opened up. You have to apply. It's not a hard application, but there is an application. And I would love to have you in there. You know, this is definitely a space that's going to encourage you, your self-development, your self-mastery to, you know, become stronger. And that is going to influence your self-esteem. You're going to be hanging out with such incredible women in the space who are such just awesome accountability partners cheerleading you on through your journey. I'm in there. I do a live call every month. I also do fun pop-up calls um, or pop-up lives uh, we have challenges every month. We have, you know, space for you to come out and share things that you're proud of and for us to encourage you and cheer lead you on. There's a space just for the podcast. So, you know, you want to talk about this episode and share takeaways or dig deeper into it, space for that. So Queendom is really special. And so I'd really encourage any and all of you women who have taken in this episode and you feel value in it to go into the show notes and make sure that you click on the link to join Queendom. And I can't wait to have you there. I can't wait to support you there and and to laugh with you there because we laugh a lot in Queendom too. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you on the next one. Queen, this is your call to greatness. If you are ready, and I mean truly ready, to shift anything in your outer experience, your outer reality, your finances, your health, your relationship, anything career related, um, anything spiritual, any shift that you wanna make that has to do with your reality has to first start with shifting who you are, your self-identity. My Future Self Digital Course is your supportive blueprint that helps you achieve this. The inner shapes the outer. So when you get crystal clear on your core beliefs, your core values, your core desires, your high hard goals, you know, when you learn how to rewrite parts of your past that maybe don't feel so great and instead leverage those experiences to be fuel for you to expand and to grow, this is how you start to change the game behind the game of life, which all starts and ends with you. I've designed this course from my heart, soul, and experience to be a femininely fierce experience for you to uncover and connect with your most authentic self. And as a Future Self student, you get three months free membership access to Queendom. This is where we really get to connect. Queendom is such a rad, sacred, empowered space where every month you get a live Q&A call with me so we can connect and troubleshoot any area of your life that you would like or just get some encouragement from me as well as the other queens in the community. This is a really sacred space and I will see you in Queendom.